Hi everyone, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Rachelle, and this is Bible Readings with 806. Yeah, increased productivity. You're mad. We like it. Honestly, you're like a human robot. The Energizer <laughs> Bunny. I keep going and going and going. going. going but then going, that's going. when when I'm out of it, I'm completely out. out of it. Yeah. It's like, what day was it on Friday at work? I sat down and when I was leaving, they were like, is everything, are you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. This is just me when I'm tired. When I'm tired, I'm even more productive because I'm in, but I'm in autopilot mode. Oh, I don't yeah. have... I don't have conversation energy. Yeah. I don't have interaction energy. It's just, work energy. it's just work energy and then go. Honestly, I have not been able to get to that place since my dissertation. And Damn. that was 2015. So when you say that, I'm like, wow, to even tap into that realm, that level, mm. that's, that's it's a whole realm. realm. Yeah. I mean, start feeling the work spiritually. Yeah. But I want to get there though. I want to be so in tune with what I'm doing. That I'm just like, yeah. And like uh, in today's episode that was recorded with Kezia. Shout out to Kezia. Kezia. Get another She's one, getting you know. another shout out. Guys, don't be jealous. We love all of you equally. Let's just yes, say this now. please, please. We do, we do. Let's, we'll shout you out. Don't worry. Don't worry about her. It's coming. You know your name, so follow us. Yes. Um, it was about enjoyment. Oh, cute. And enjoyment. Enjoyment. And just being able to say like, whatever you enjoy doing, like, enjoy it and i was like yeah like me i genuinely do enjoy spreadsheets and <laughs> well, i don't know what what i was expecting but for some stupid reason i'm even annoyed that i'm surprised you said that i'm annoyed i enjoy my spreadsheets so you know enjoyment is whatever you enjoy i need that anointing that's what i'm here for i'm here for the anointing Amen. To enjoy organizing and managing data it's funny that you're actually not a data analyst or data I management know. something. I know. That really is your forte. Ah, Excel, man. The thing, I Google think the, 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 for me, it's more so about the end result, but I like the process that it takes to get there. Mm. And it's like when Twinnie and I were supposed to record an episode Amazing. on Prom Wine Conversations. But the episode is actually going to be about how we think differently. Oh, uh, as twins. As twins. Love that. Um, and like, we'll just talk about things, how we see things differently. So like, for example, Twini, she wants to buy a house. I want to build a house because mm. I want that process from the beginning. Yeah. I want the nitty gritty. I like, not that I like chaos, but I think I like bringing order to chaos. Oh, come on. Child of God. Amen. So Amazing. because I, I enjoy bringing order to chaos. So that's why I'm like, I will go in the nitty gritty. Let's build, let's up root let's do all the work that we need to do to take it to where yeah. we need to take it and i think that's so important like there's definitely a message in that about enjoyment as well as like enjoying the process yeah. because the most important thing in this life is the process life is a process it's a process it's not about actually getting to a destination because even if you get to one there's another one there's another one there's another one just the destination several... is still a process to another exactly yeah. it's just a whole long line of processes well yeah processes and journeys so. yeah you have to learn that that probably is like the art of living. I'd say the art of living is learning to enjoy the process yeah. and enjoying the journey because, well, the that's end it, is so when Jesus comes. Oh. Is, and then that's the beginning of another that's a, hey, that journey is eternal. Day, this is 
like the journey. No that journey itself is eternal. That one will not end. That's true. So while I talk about journeys, destination, <laughs> and there's eternity. God. That one has no end. Yeah. It will just continue. So make we enjoy small now. Uh, I need some infinity rings. Bop, bop. So today we are reading Genesis 41. Yes, we are. I want to, I was about to say the number in French, but I don't actually know 41 in French. Can, can, <laughs> quoi? <laughs> quoi? It's not quatre, though. It's not quatre. You're nearly there. Quarante. Quarante ans. Quarante Quarante Yeah, And in, I was going to say Korean. I don't know Korean. In Arabic. Smurfy. I don't know if it's the right way around, but Masha something like Allah. that. Come to me. You know, my kids, they teach me. Anyway. In Espanol, 40? Probably the same like French, but just. Damn, I'm forgetting my We don't know our numbers. Yeah, we don't know our numbers. Okay, yeah, 41. Yes. <laughs> we will begin with 41. And it's your homegirl Chelsea reading. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> calm down. Um, and it is a long one, so just please uh, apologies in advance for my hiccups because I can never read a, a chapter without making a few mistakes. Somehow you managed to not make a mistake but... because it's not fifty-five verse like verses. This is fifty-five. Is it fifty-five? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven verses. Yeesh. Maybe we break it up, read <laughs> a bit, and talk. Read a bit and talk. Yeah, we'll let the spirit lead. <clears throat> Just gotta clear my throat, and we're sipping on plum wine. Although I've finished mine now. Yeah, the plum wine is nice, guys. Ah. Honestly, and then the check wine, out plum and wine, wine conversations. Work. Yes, plum wine conversations. Follow where we have conversations. It is Rachel. You're you're yours truly. Actually, yours truly is me, and I'm not yours truly. Yeah. So it's, it's Rachel. I'm just hosting. I'm just hosting, and then having conversations. Chelsea was on episode one. Thanks. She will be the standing like if I don't have someone. Imagine <laughs> it's gonna be all right, Chelsea. Come back. Talk about just being the bench, like wow. <laughs> come back, come back. I don't know how to feel about this. Most really. valuable player. <laughs> Yalla. All right, Pharaoh's dream. Two full years later, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing on the bank of the Nile River. In his dream, he saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. Then he saw seven more cows come up from behind, behind them from the Nile, but these were scrawny and thin. These cows stood beside the fat cows on the riverbank. Then the scrawny, thin cows ate the seven healthy fat cows. Wow. At this point in the dream, Pharaoh woke up. I would have woken up too because what are we dreaming here? What kind of, uh, what's it called? What's that word when you eat your own? I don't know. That, that what's it called that show with that guy on netflix cannibal yes what kind of cannibalism is this <laughs> or is it just animalism you know animals okay verse five but he fell asleep again lazy and he had a second dream this time he saw seven heaven ha, come on Charles, read 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 this time he saw seven heads of grain plump and beautiful like me mashallah growing on a single growing on a single stalk then seven more heads of grain appeared, but these were shriveled and withered by the east wind. It shall not be me in Jesus' name. <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> and these thin heads swallowed up the seven plump, well-formed heads. Then Pharaoh woke up again and realized it was a dream. Like every story I wrote as a child in primary school, 
I woke up and then it was a dream. Wow. That's a cop out, man. I'm I know. The whole thing. <laughs> woke up, it was a dream. I remember seeing something online about this, like teachers getting tired of all the endings being the same. But honestly, as a kid, I thought I was being so creative, you know, <laughs> in those creative assignments. I just write a whole random bunch of things happen in the end. It was, it was all a dream. dream. <laughs> so unoriginal. Anyway, the next morning, Pharaoh was very disturbed by the dreams, as he should be. So he called for the magicians and wise men of Egypt. When Pharaoh told him his dreams, not one of them could tell him what they meant. Finally, the king's chief cupbearer spoke up. Today, I have been reminded of my failure. Yes, well done, he told Pharaoh. Some time ago, you were angry with the chief baker and me, and you imprisoned us in the palace of the captain of the guard. One night, the chief baker and I each had a dream, and each dream had its own meaning. There was a young Hebrew man with us in the prison who was a slave of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams and he told us what he told us what each of our dreams meant. And everything happened just as he had predicted. I was restored to my position as a cupbearer, and the chief baker was executed and impaled on a pole. Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once, and he was quickly brought from the prison. After he shaved and changed his clothes, he went in and stood before Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream last night, and no one here can tell me what it means. But I have heard that when you hear about a dream, you can interpret it. It is beyond my power to do this, Joseph said, replied. But God can tell you what it means and set you at ease. That's right. So Pharaoh to told Joseph his dream. In my dream, he said, I was standing on the bank of the Nile River. And I saw seven fat, healthy cows come out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. But then I saw seven sick-looking cows, scrawny and thin, come up after them. I've never seen such a sorry looking animal in all the land of Egypt. These thin scrawny cows ate the seven fat cows. Afterwards, you wouldn't have known it, for they were still as thin and scrawny as before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I also saw seven heads of grain, full and beautiful, growing on a silver stalk. Then seven more heads of grain appeared, but these were blighted, shriveled, and withered by the east wind, and the shriveled heads swallowed the seven healthy heads. I told these dreams to the magicians, but no one could tell me what they mean. Joseph responded, both of Pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing. God is telling Pharaoh in advance what he's about to do. The seven healthy cows and the seven healthy heads of grain both represent seven years of prosperity. The seven thin, scrawny cows that came up later and the seven th thin heads of grain withered by the east wind represented seven years of famine. This will happen just as I have described it, for God has revealed it to Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The next seven years will be a, a period of great prosperity throughout the land of Egypt. But afterward, there will be seven years of famine, so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt. Famine will destroy the land. This famine will be so severe that even in the memory of the even the memory of the good years will be erased. As for having two similar dreams, it means that these events have been decreed by God, and He will soon make them happen. Woo! Therefore, Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one fifth of all the crops during the seven good years. Have them gather all the food produced in the good years that are just ahead and bring it to the Pharaoh's storehouse. 
store it away and guard it so there will be food in the cities. That way, there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, this famine will destroy the land. Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the spirit of God? Ah, spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court and all of my people will take orders from you. Only I, sitting on my throne, will have a rank higher than yours. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung a gold chain around his neck. Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, Kneel down! So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all all of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. Then Pharaoh gave Joseph a new Egyptian name. Okay, I wasn't ready for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Zaphenath Pania. We don't know. Call him Zap. He also gave him a wife. Hey, jeez. Whose name was Asenath. She was the daughter of Potiphar, the priest of On. So Joseph took charge of the entire land of Egypt. He was 30 years old when he began serving in the court of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And when Joseph left Pharaoh's presence, he inspected the entire land of Egypt. As predicted, for seven years, the land produced bumper crops. During those years, Joseph gathered all the crops grown in Egypt and stored the grain from the surrounding fields in the cities. He piled up his huge amount of grains like sand on the seashore. Finally, he stopped keeping records because there was too much to measure. During this time, before the first of the famine years, two sons were born to Joseph and his wife, Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, the priest of On. Joseph named his son, his older son, Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family. Joseph named his second son Ephraim, for he said, God has made me fruitful in in this land of my grief. At last, the seven years of bumper crops throughout the land of Egypt came to an end. Then the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had predicted. The famine also struck all the surrounding countries, but throughout Egypt, there was plenty of food. Eventually, however, the famine spread throughout the land of Egypt as well. And when the people cried out to Pharaoh for food, he told them, go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. So with severe famine in every, everywhere, Joseph opened up the storehouses and distributed grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe throughout the land of Egypt. And people from all around came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph because the famine was severe throughout the world. Well done, well done, well done. This this to me is looking like some next insider trading because this looks for like, sure. <clears throat> how is a country making a profit off of famine? Okay. <laughs> for some reason, mid reading, I was like, "Is this microphone even on?" Yes, so, it's on. It's on. Okay, cool. Like mid, like you're actually 
making a profit yeah from like this is some next level insider trading that's it's very mad because i i don't know if i remember the part that he was selling it so when i read that last sentence that he sold it to them i was just like bad i mean Badass. i mean they're also profiting off of famine this is what we do now that's what yeah it's insider trading there's an unfair advantage this is another yeah it was fair, it was fair for uh but also i mean there's a level because Pharaoh did not have to listen to what Joseph said. True. He could have just ignored it. He could have just said, this is your God. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. So there's a level of, okay, inside the training, but you kind of have to, is it really going to happen or yeah, not? Yeah, he still had to use his judgment. You still have to use your judgment. You still have to be like, okay, God, this is what you're instructing us to do. Because it's the same thing for Noah when yeah. he built the ark. God gave him inside in, uh, information when he told the people, them, the people there laughed at him. So there's inside the trading, but still, it's still, okay, you're believing in something God has shown you. So either yeah. you believe or you don't believe. It's true. And yeah, because he said, obviously, the spirit of God is in this person. Obviously. So. I like the names that Joseph gave his cho- his children. Like, those are quite, I never... I like Ephraim. I do like that name in general. It's a nice name. Yeah, but to see the meaning of it. So Manasseh is, God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family. Hey. <laughs> like, I feel like that's, that's the just the the betrayal and all of that hurt and all of that pain like all my i have now forgotten it all being thrown into prison we yeah so the thing was so sweet that you've now for you've literally forgotten yeah it reminded me actually it reminded me that actually joseph is still grieving yeah there isn't much emphasis made on his grief or his disposition whilst in prison but here we're reminded because he told us you know that he forgot, name. like God has made me forget. That's beautiful, you know. Yeah, very nice. So then you that means that you're not you're not holding on to any grudge, you're not holding on to anything so that you can even enjoy. Because if he was still holding on to it, he wouldn't even be able to enjoy yeah. the land that he's living yeah. in, to be fair. The other thing that I think was talking to me, I don't know if I ever paid attention to the fact that Potiphar and Pharaoh are two different people. So the incident that happened with Potiphar and Potiphar's wife. Yeah. Potiphar is obviously an officer under, under Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Yeah. So the only person who could have really freed Joseph was Pharaoh was himself. Pharaoh himself. Yeah. So he had to go to prison to be able to be to get to that level. Yeah. Are we willing to go through that? To, to... no. <laughs> short answer. That's the short answer. Even the long one. No. Is there a long answer? I don't even know. There's no a few more O's. Because that's that's. The only way he could have been in service to Pharaoh. I mean, it's not the only way. I'm sure God had, the way how God works, he will have many plans. Yeah, all things work together. All things work together. But that was what he had to go through. But God also, in in the package of redemption or in the package of the plan that God had for Joseph, God already knew, I'm going to make him forget. So he doesn't Mm. sit and wallow in the pain, in the suffering, in the betrayal, in the hurt, in the injustice, in the unfairness. Mm. I'm going to pray that prayer. God, make me forget. I don't want to remember. Yeah. Lord, make me forget. (laughs) That's the tune. That should be a a prayer. Let us forget. I want to be willing to forget also because you know some we want to hold on because we want to yeah we want to jump back we want to it's true we want to bamba we want to bamba that's it not jump out otherwise jump please don't <laughs> we got what we meant though we got you like you know to be able to forget because 
when his brothers then come, the evidence is there that he has forgotten. Yeah. Because of how he, he loves them. Yeah. And you just see Joseph here walking in wisdom, you know, and discernment. Um, this is the dreams from way back yeah. when that is coming now. Oh. But you know, like when he interprets a dream, that's his wisdom though. Yeah. It's not just, it's not as simple as like God is telling him what this means. It's, that's a gift that you work. Like there has to be nurtured. That's that's like discernment, the spirit of discernment. Mm. You have to, you have to grow in those things. But he definitely suddenly... has proven that he's grown in it. Yeah, Do you understand? Like you can see that. Okay, he's had these dreams and he realized what happened when he said said things prematurely, or you know, yeah. like he's proper. He's working at it. He's putting the intention behind it. Um, and I think also, obviously, because I love spreadsheets, I saw the logistics of the thing. Do you understand? I saw the logistics <laughs> happening. When when they said that they stopped counting, I even started to be like, oh, how can you? No, 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 continue. There's yeah. a spreadsheet now. Be continuing. Just to surplus me. upon surplus. <laughs> I love it. And also, I feel like it's not like God gave the dream to Joseph. Yeah. He gave the dream to Pharaoh because at the end of the day, Pharaoh is the leader of the land. Mm -hmm. He is in charge of the land. He's been given that responsibility to oversee that land. So he gave it to the leader. He gave it to the one who is in authority and mm. power. God, please be given our leaders dreams and then let them find us to yeah. provide the interpretation. Well, the, what do they call it again? Um, destiny helpers. <laughs> Amen. 100%. There's... The same way there's a right word in season, there's a right person. Amen. That's there definitely true. is. That is true. Agreed. And the most important thing is just being aligned in God's will. Agreed. And then those people will fall into your path, even if you're in the prison, according to Joseph. Yeah. Because even that one is mad, you know, how those people ended up there randomly. And then they were only there for a couple of days. Yeah. A few a days. Time, yeah. The and then two twos. And then it had to happen that way for it to be true. You know, the good bit where he was celebrated and the horrible bit where he yeah. was actually killed. Yeah, that's true. They had both had to happen. So it's not just like, oh, I'm just saying things that are pretty. Your gifts will make room for you. 100% your gifts will make room for you. But even in your gifts that God has given you that are without repentance, you have to exercise wisdom. Um, and that wisdom comes from God. Yeah. 100%. Agreed. Even if it makes room for you in the prison. <laughs> it doesn't, we don't that know where it will make room, room. for Yeah. Be careful where we will make room for you. We didn't say where the room we would be. We didn't say where it will be. But yeah, because technically Joseph gave made room for him in prison. So yeah. These people be thinking, ah, it makes room, I'll be in the palace. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't know where it will happen. Just be humble. And also just talks about renown and reputation. Like yeah. your reputation will always go ahead of you. Yeah. And that's something that's really hard to change. Yeah. You know, like your character, your mm -hmm. reputation is very, very hard to change mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no matter where you are. So that Pharaoh heard of Joseph first. Yeah. And on that basis, he recalled for him. Yeah. So ah, this is to myself and everyone out there listening, you know, be careful. Be careful out there. Be yeah. careful. Please be careful. Steward the gifts that God has given you. Steward them well. Exercise wisdom. And wisdom looks like, you know, being connected to the Father and allowing him to direct you in how to use that for his glory. 
and recognize also that it's not because that you're in God's will that you wouldn't end up in prison. Oh, I think yeah, there's this, too. you know, there's this thing. I was like, oh no, when it's in God's will, I'll be at peace. Yeah. Everything will just go hunky dory. Like what we see the path as is definitely not that. Yeah, the people we will encounter, the the places we will go, it's nothing, nothing like that. So I think the constant is to put faith in God and trust Him. Mm. Once you trust Him, it's He's got you. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Amazing, guys. See you. See you next week. Bye bye bye. bye.